It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Welcome to another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm Brian Ferguson. My guest today is a rising star on the independent circuit. He is a part of the rapid empire that is sweeping through the independent circuits. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Dred Roberts. Dred, thank you, sir, for coming on today and giving us the opportunity to speak with you. Absolutely, my pleasure. All right, my friend. I've seen you uh, for probably about a year, maybe a little longer. Okay. Uh, Mid-States wrestling, um, and a couple other shows. And I will tell you, uh, I have been uh, impressed with you. Uh, and I'm not just saying that because you were on here. I invite you on here because I am impressed with you. And I think you, I don't know how long you've been doing this, and we'll talk about that. And the last show I saw you at, here in Springfield was now you're part of this empire, this Nigel mm-hmm. Rabid Rabbit Empire. And we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit too with Laura too and all them. So but first, if we could, sir, I would like to talk about your personal side. Uh where are you from originally growing up? Uh talk about that if you were where you're from and, and growing up, uh, what your family life was like for you. Yeah. Well, before I get to that, I just want to say thank you for being impressed. It's only the natural response when you see someone like me. Uh, so I, I'm glad that you, uh, your your natural instincts are still intact and that you you are still impressed by things that are naturally impressive. So, yes, sir. Uh, All right. Congratulations on on that. Thank uh, you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah. So for me. Uh, Grew up in the Kansas City area, more so on the Kansas side. Um, not much to to that. Uh, kind of grew up in more uh, for the people that know Kansas City. I guess I grew up more in like in Olathe area. Is I have a twin brother. It was me and him um, for the most part. I think my one of my older sisters lived with us until I was about twelve or so. Um, but it's uh there's five of us in all in total there's a large gap between us it's my oldest brother 
about 19 years older, oldest sister is 15 years older. And then my youngest sister is five years older than it's me and my twin brother. Um, wow. We were just causing trouble throughout our whole childhood. So <laughs> natural that I'm, I'm beating up people for a living now. So. Hey, I want to ask you about your, you talk about your brother, your twin brother. Yes. 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 Uh, is he have an interest at all in what in this profession or is he just uh you know i've tried to convince him and it was more so and he would always uh he was a casual fan growing up he'd watch because i was watching he would do things because i was doing it um as far as wrestling goes um but i've convinced him to train with me at times and he's he says he'd do it someday he's just never done it but uh, I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily for him. I was gonna say because if you had a twin brother that that would come on, that would be. It would honestly that, be kind of like an Undertaker and Kane situation, um, because we're both tall, but he's like six nine. He's huge. He has long red hair. You know, an Undertaker in his okay. earlier days didn't yeah. before he died. It had long red hair. Um, Obviously, Kane went is shaved his head, so he's bald. I guess I would take the Kane, the Kane uh, role. So <laughs> yeah. um, I always envisioned if we had done something, if it would be awesome, it'd be similar to that. Yeah. And he's a great talker. He's a he's uh, a natural salesman, salesman, and um, yeah, I think he would be good. But he just he just has life going on right now, so he yeah. hasn't done it. Yeah, it's not it's not quite his he doesn't have it the way you have the bug no no he hasn't got okay. me yet. i tell him as soon as he gets in there he'll get the bug and he'll get the itch and he won't be able to yeah. leave but he hasn't stepped yeah. foot in anything yet well maybe someday we'll see right hopefully yeah okay well let's talk about you getting into the business what i mean how did this happen was it up in Kansas City? You got your training, or talk about that a little bit, if you would, please, Drew. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had always planned on training at some point or another. Um, I had the initial, the originally, I had the plan to go to train at Harley races after high school, and then you know I was um, kind of like an outsider and, and things like that. So, and I just kind of stuck to myself and I just didn't have a whole lot at the time when I was growing up, I just didn't have a whole lot of uh, courage or just belief in myself. And I just believed others when they had told me, you know, you can't, you can't do that. You, you just, just go find something normal to do whatever. And so unfortunately I, I listened to them and I, I let that um, steer me away from it for a while, but it, it can only last so long before it just like comes right back. So um, I had moved to Tulsa for a time, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and um, uh, within six months, I think, of within the first year, I think I had, um, let me see, now it's within the first six months. Um, I I just thought, you know, let me just look around to see what's around here. You know, it's a new place. It's I try something out. I looked and there was a school uh less than a five minute drive away from my house and i was like you know the opportunity is so close you got to try it out out just to say you did it you can't be a punk and when opportunity staring you right in the face just go do it at least you can say you did it even if you fail um yeah and i went i didn't know what to expect i was scared you know i was uh i was filled with dread as it were and uh (laughs) 
Who knows? Um, you know, I, I kind of figured you'd go in, you'd see like a bunch of like like bodybuilder-esque figures there and just lifting and working out and, and things like that. And that wasn't the case for people that have been to a wrestling training seminar or whatever. Um, they know that that's not the scene. And, uh, and I got in there and, um, and it was great. I trained there for nine months, technically. Um, it was kind of frustrating because I wanted to debut while I was still living there, but, um, I didn't get to advance as fast as I had hoped for because, um, each time we got a new person in, like the whole class would kind of start over. And so that kind of kept people from advancing very fast. And, yeah. and I was, I liked it cause you know, it got, it got my fundamentals pretty squared away. Um, but at the same time, I didn't get past the fundamentals for a long time just because of, of that. Um, but that was, that was, that was decent. That was fun. That was that compound pro wrestling, which was run by Mitch Baxter at the time. And so Mitch, trained me a bit there and also trained by um, one of his students, uh, Carl Upton and then Michael Wolf were there as well. So they helped me with some basic stuff there at the beginning. And then um, I moved to Kansas city and I asked Mitch, you know, who can I get involved with? So I can, I moved back to Kansas city. I should say, um, who should I get involved with to keep training and progressing? And he led me to the, uh, the excellent path of uh, the Craig Keesman and or niles planquet uh and so (laughs) i I met him he was great i I trained there for a little bit and then um, i wasn't working and i was about to start school at the time and for me it was about an hour and a half drive over there um one way and so i was like i don't have money for gas to keep doing this so i'm gonna have to put it on hold for a little bit and uh so i started working started going to nursing school um and that's a crazy schedule so i really didn't have time to get to wrestle during that time and also i had a, an ankle injury ended up having surgery while in nursing school as well um had to recover and then on my last semester i was like my ankle's feeling pretty good i'm almost done with school my schedule's lightened up a little bit so let me reach back out to craig and craig's great he, you know he messaged me all throughout nursing school and checking in on me Um, making sure I was planning on coming back to train, which I absolutely was. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, October of 22, I think um, I started training again and graduated in uh, December of 22. So got my nursing license. I was ready to start getting back into it and uh, debuted in on May 29th of 2023. Just joking. Just joking. Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Of 2022. Sorry. Okay. Um, No, I had my my dates off. So, yeah, I graduated uh, December of 21. There we go. And debuted debuted 22 on May 29. Wow. I tell you, I have heard from numerous people about Craig and his training and how good he is to work 
with you, yeah. either one on one or as in a group. He doesn't belittle you. He doesn't berate you. He he takes the time and and uh, and uh, effort to make sure that you understand whatever it is that you're doing at that time. I've heard that numerous people I've had on this show that have went have trained with him. They've never I've never heard a bad thing about the man. No, I could tell you some bad things about him. It's full. Of, I'm just joking. No, I, there's really, I don't know a thing. I don't know a bad thing about him. Um, yeah. Other than his character, most, like yourself, and we're exactly. going to get into that in a minute. Exactly. Uh, literally one of the most giving people um, I've ever met. Yeah. No, he. I've I've talked to him a few times. Uh, he hasn't been on the show, but I've talked to him in person, and and seems like a great guy. But I want to talk. You you, you mentioned your nursing. Um, mm-hmm. Here you are in the wrestling business, Dred Roberts, this god-awful mean heel, and when you're not in the ring, you're a nurse helping people. Yes, yes. How does that, I guess in the back of your mind, does that seem kind of a little bit ironic, contrary to what? Oh, or is that no. like this is an outlet for me? I can be this alter ego person in the ring and at these events, but then when I'm at work and outside of this, I am me. Is oh, that no, how no. it's uh, it's reversed? My alter ego is the <laughs> nerd. Dred Roberts is, is full on me. I'm I'm a prick. I'm a heel. I'm a I'm a bad. I'm just I'm just annoying. I'm I'm just I get under your skin. I. You just, I'm just not a likable person, you know? Um, and that's where I really get to let that out to its full extent. And the nurse, I kind of have to play the nursing role for the world to be, you know, so I can, it's job security. You know, I'm, I hurt people in the ring. I send them to the ICU and I patch them back up just to hurt them in the ring again. Job security, right? So exactly, what you exactly. do in the ring, then you get that benefit outside of the ring by helping them recover. Absolutely. Just do it all over. No, I feel, I feel like I did my part for the world. I, I help I help people out, and uh, but ultimately it's ulterior motives because I really want to get them back in the ring so I can break them again. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. Uh, like I said, the first time I saw you, uh, probably about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer. I don't quite remember the date, um, but um. Just your skills. I mean, working, what's it like working with uh, mid-states? I've heard, you know, great things about, you know, Jason Jones and and, and how he runs the place and and your guys' interactions. But, uh, you know, tell me a little bit about, you know, I know you work for different promotions as well, like uh, besides mid-states, the one in uh, Sedalia New Breed, I believe, and and some other ones couple times um i've done uh, central states in kansas city uh rocky mountain i've done a few other various ones just like one-offs here and there um but yeah i was gonna say what uh when you get booked i mean are they pretty good about okay i gotta you got because you're a nurse so obviously you have a very schedule that can change because you know you're you know important recalling whatever uh has that been ever an issue as far as like you get booked and then all of a sudden oops i can't come because i've got 
this coming in? Uh, no, as nurses, you have to kind of clear your schedule way in advance. So I try to, I try to make my schedule around my wrestling schedule. Um, and that's why it's kind of hard sometimes because wrestling is, can sometimes be so last minute. It's almost reverse of what you said. Um, wrestling can be like put it together a show quick last minute or, you know, Hey, someone can't make it. Do you want to do it? I'm like, Oh, let me check. But, uh, nursing, you have to have your schedule. People set their schedule like six weeks ish out in advance. And so you kind of have to kind of have to know what's going on. Yeah. I know what's going on. Okay. Uh, okay. So the last time I saw you, you were, you've been working with Laura two and Nigel rapid and the rabbit empire. Yeah, yes. talk about how that come together for us, Dred. What? How did that come about? Well, uh, I showed up to a venue. Uh, I think I was Springfield, and um, you know, I was like, you. Know, I told JJ, I sat him down. I was like, you know, there's me and a couple other guys that just aren't getting the attention we deserve we need the respect the fans they aren't getting behind us like they should and i find it disrespectful and i I threatened him i said you know if we go out there and this happens again you're about to get a lawsuit on your hands because i'm gonna i can't be held responsible for what i do to these fans and he said okay well let's find someone to calm that temper and and luckily nigel was was uh, scheduled to be there that day and he said i got the perfect guy for you and he said here uh here's Lord I too, someone who's in a similar boat as you. I think you guys can do great things. And uh, we sat down, we shook hands, we signed whatever contracts we needed to sign to make sure we got the most money out of the situation. And uh, there you go. Yeah. And there we go. Yeah, there we go. And I will say this: uh, I had Nigel on here about a month ago, and you know, sometimes when those people come out, they put on this fake accent and stuff he's so, the real deal he's I couldn't the real tell deal for the, i couldn't tell at first because i'm like it's subtle but sometimes it's not subtle and i hear yeah. he was in texas i'm like are you just doing this for fun because i can get behind it we can have a group of people that speak in english accents but yeah you know i it's it's he's, real apparently <laughs> it's the real deal i was as i was surprised too because you know he's talking about being raised most you know being in texas but you know in England or yeah, England in and out, but uh, yeah, it's real deal. I was I was pretty surprised. So, your 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 tag team partner, Lord of Two, mm-hmm. guy yeah. is uh, that's the first time I saw him was at the Springfield show. Another great athlete uh, for his size, especially yeah. very yeah. agile. You guys make a great team together. Uh, was that by accident? as well um yeah yeah i'd say it kind of just got thrown together um i hadn't i don't think I, i'd met him in passing before shook hands said hello um but i don't think i had actually had a full-on conversation with him before that day i'd only met i've only seen him maybe at one or two other events and before the day that we got put together um yeah i hadn't i hadn't it was uh just a chance pairing but um he's a real cool guy we get along pretty well um and i'm excited to kind of see what kind of stuff we can come up with and what kind of um interesting new torture techniques we can we can we can uh implement i will say uh for not being a team that long you guys had great uh 
chemistry. Wow, thank uh, you. I mean, I and I, you know, some teams have it, and some teams don't. Especially in the beginning, when you're trying to feel each other out. Uh, but you guys worked well together. Nigel seemed to be doing the right thing at the right time around the ring at the last event. Yeah, he, that's not surprising to me. He's a he's a professional of prof- professionals, and he he knows what to do, when to do it. He um, his psychology is sound. He's really good. It's kind of he's 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 interesting to talk to about. A managerial role because he kind of uh you kind of when you hear about a manager you certain images or scenes play out in your mind of what a manager does but he he's not uh, a typical manager he has purpose behind everything and and i love the i love just the purpose of rabbit empire and the kamado you know necessarily it's just we're not here for wins per se we're gonna get them we're gonna get all the things we deserve, the gold and, and accolades and whatever, but that's not our mission. The mission is, is the message and the message that we're sending. And so um, I'm excited to to spread yeah. the good news, the good news of the rabbit empire. And so uh, it's all, it's all about the message. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I really am. I, I, I you know, what's great is uh, mid States, in particular, always puts on a great card yeah. from the beginning, the the pre-match, you know, when you come in early, and even that pre-match, uh, and then when the ring bell rings uh, for that next uh, couple of hours. I'll be honest, I have not been to a, ma- or a, a show yet at Mid-States where I didn't come out fully satisfied and and not disappointed i guess is what i'm trying to say i mean i've brought my grandkids there uh and all the guys i will say this to all the people that are part of that organization um interact with the fans uh appropriately i'll say Mm -hmm. it like that i mean you guys got to play your little roles sometimes but i mean you're not you're not rude and obnoxious, especially to little kids. You're, you're, you might give them a little ooh ah or something, but if they want a picture taken with you, you're going to do it. If they want an autograph of your photo, you're going to do it. You're going to sell them a t-shirt or whatever, but you don't push it either. That's another thing I really enjoy is you guys don't push yourselves onto the fans. I mean, at, yeah. during the sessions where you're at your booths and I appreciate that. I know a lot of people do too. And and um, have you been okay? So other events you've been to. Is there any place you don't have to mention a name that you would say I'm not going back there? Uh yeah. There's been one or two. There's been one or okay. two. Maybe there there may have been three, but yeah. Lucky All right, three. good to know. <laughs> yeah, I, it was just for various reasons. Whether uh, whether uh, I don't know, um, like advertising wasn't done very well, so you didn't really have much of a crowd that came, and it just like when it, you know during COVID, you, like so either 
there was hardly any crowds or there was no crowd you couldn't do it and it, it right. really it's hard to to get to be able to do something like that when, when there's not a lot of people there um, right and so that kind of takes like because at that point you're just like well it's almost like i'm just in in training and just having training matches or whatever which is fine and fair but you know i want to give people quality content and um something that they enjoy and remember and it's just hard when yeah, it's just yeah. hard with doing that. And so, yeah, whether it's like a uh, poor advertisement or just like poor uh, work ethic from from promoters or whoever it may be, and you just you kind of at that point, because a lot of these guys are like they're driving quite a ways and spending time away from their family and other things. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. sometimes you have to cut your losses and not just like sell yourself to everything and everybody. Otherwise, you kind of don't mean as much. So I think I think I think being strategic with your bookings at a time um is important and you know you want to get your name out but you also kind of want to just be a little picky about who you associate your name with yeah no i understand that um unfortunately there are promoters out there that do what they shouldn't do or something like that or even a bad wrestler that they promote or, or accept and go out and and do something they shouldn't do or you know hurt somebody or whatever. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's accidents been... that happen. Obviously, there's yeah. accidents. Yeah. There's, there's a difference between accidents, an accident, and just gross negligence. You know what I mean? Exactly, and and that's and that's uh, people like that shouldn't be in the business at all because you. Cause those people are just, um, they're, they're full of themselves. They're in it for the wrong reason. And they, they're, they're putting people's lives in their hands and they are just taking unnecessary risks just to make themselves, just to give themselves a bigger pat on the back. And for me, someone that's in healthcare, especially in the ICU, when I see people at their worst and see people literally clinging to life, mm-hmm. uh, that makes me mad. That someone would just be so reckless with someone else's life just yeah. just because they feel like they were wronged or slighted, so they're going to take it out on their opponent when that pro- opponent has placed their life in their hands. And uh-huh. um, it, yeah, I won't be if I ever see someone like that and have to be in the ring with them, like, and they try something, they're definitely not going to be like they may not be walking away from me, you know, like I won't let that slide. And like, I just, or, right. you know, it would, I would hope, you know, if something happens to me because of someone else and it was seeming intentional that as soon as they got to the back, you know, someone would have a talking to, or let their fist do some talking as well. Cause that's just yeah. like, you know, just sometimes people, they, they, I don't know. I don't have words for those type of people. And so it just, it's just yeah. ridiculous. No, I, I agree. I haven't heard of too many, of people that I've had on this podcast that have had a a bad situation just because uh, somebody's just grossly negligent or just doesn't care, maybe one or two people, and they've they don't mention names. They just tell kind of what happened, and it's unfortunate. But unfortunately, there are people out there. There are those that. people around, you know, that you kind of sneak one in every now and again. But good thing is it's like once one thing happens, like one time is too many, but you know, once one once mm-hmm. whenever one time does happen, you know, either um, they learn the lesson that they need to learn or uh the promoters thankfully just stop booking them because you don't want to do yeah. business like that. 
Exactly. Exactly. So, all right. Let me ask you this, my friend. Yes. Who is one of your favorite people that you enjoy working with, either as a tag team partner besides Lord of Two, or as an opponent that you have uh, faced? Oh, I am. There's so many names. I, I have to drop the name that dropped my name, uh, Scott Hansen. Um, Anytime I hear I'm working with him, he's one of my training partners as well. And he's so, he's so just easy to, to work with. I love it. Uh, I get really excited because I know he's, he trusts me. I know um, that we can get to try to do some stuff that we may not usually get to do. Um, And that's always, I've never had any bad experiences with him. Um, Yeah. So Scott, I love, and another one is, um, uh, yikes. <laughs> I'm, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting, uh, uh, gimmick names now, but, um, <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. Yeah. My friend, Jeff, our Warren Adams, I love, I, he, he's underrated. He's yeah. um, amazing on the mic and his, his, I wish he could just, uh, he can talk circles around anybody, but he also is very trusting. He likes to give great suggestions and ideas for what he wants to do to help the, um, the product and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tagged in Rocky mountain pro for a little bit. And um, that's fun. But any, really anyone that I train with, I love to work with, uh, whether that be, uh, um, Bert Cameron, Camera, yeah. uh, Rex, I haven't actually gotten to work with or anything yet. Or I just joking. We got we did tag once, but that was the only yeah. time. Um, and then Craig Keesman, of course, Miles Ponke. Yeah. I've only got to wrestle once. I want to wrestle him many more times because that was like what early on in my early on in my um, career as well. So I'm a bit better than at that point. I would just like to be able to have some some good matches with him but of course he makes anybody look good he makes you know it just yeah i have a lot of people on my list that i, I would like to get to work i just haven't I, honestly i've i've worked a lot of uh my training partners which is fun but yeah. i have a lot of people that i want to to get to as well wow yeah scott hansen uh had him on here too a while back not too long ago uh great guy uh mm-hmm. He, he he's one of those guys too that can be on both sides of the the coin as far as a heel he can thankfully people hate me enough that uh he just came out one day and just was all of a sudden received as a good guy and so um I had to I'm, I had to I had the prettiest face up a little bit to make him well either unhandsome or more handsome however you look at it but i did i did bust his face last time and i um i felt pretty good about it and then you had him at the er and you're helping him patch him up right yeah i did patch him up just so i could do it again another time but (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome all right a couple more questions one is have you ever worked uh you know Sometimes when these shows come into Kansas City and stuff like WWE, AEW, have you ever had the opportunity to go in there either to work a, a, a dark match or a, uh, you know, sometimes these guys just pull security when these guys come out, they do that. Have you done anything like that? 
I have done once. Um, I'm hoping to get to do more, but uh, I was. I think I'd only had three matches at the point, but AEW needed a lot of people one time. Um, somewhere around their first year, or a little bit after their first year, and it was after their first year. But Wardlow was um, beating up. There was a time where he was beating up a bunch of security guards, and they it was the match of, of like uh, Wardlow versus twenty security guards or something like that. And so I was one of said security guards um, got clotheslined and I got placed on the top of the pile. So when you think about it, Wardlow didn't pin me because he placed my stomach on them. Wardlow helped me pin several other guys. So there thank you, you Wardlow. There you go. Yes. Yes. And, I, and I'll and i be honest. There's some of you guys, I, I think, honestly, in the next five, maybe even less, five years, you're going to be in there yourself. Um, Austin Molotano is yeah, the name that comes to mind for me. Uh, Scott Hansen, uh, just loath. And I, and I attribute that to your guys's work ethic, your guys's uh, training uh, with Craig, mm-hmm. um, and and JJ, you know JJ, you know he doesn't. He puts on a good show, and he also doesn't. You know he it's a business, and he's also a professional, and he doesn't take any, you know, garbage. Yeah, uh, he's made that. I had him on here. You know he doesn't like he doesn't let people wrestle in their in their jeans and all this other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's wrestling. And and it's old school. I I love I yeah I Uh, so often sometimes that can play a part on whether I go back or not. Is you look at the other people, uh and uh, do they look the part? You know, you want you want to look the part. You don't want to look like you just got pulled off of like a high school, like off the high school benches or something like that. You know, you want to look you want to look the part. You want to be the part. You know, you you're a professional wrestler, so treat yourself like one. Like get in the gym, eat right. Uh, you get good, good gear. Yeah, exactly. And all you guys that are, especially at mid states, you guys always uh, professional, look professional, act professional. Uh, and like I said earlier, with the fans, you interact. Yes, you have a role to play, either the heel or the baby face, but. Like I said, you're respectful, and uh, that goes a long way, especially in today's world where, you know, some guys just they they push their products and they just want their money before they'll even say hi to you. And I'm so happy yeah. that mid states and others uh, don't do that. And I that is a and 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 you know what for the product too, you guys bust your hind ends night after night. And, you know, I know you don't get paid a ton of cash and I, and, but for what we pay for the show, like we don't pay, you know, $25, whatever it is if, for a ringside yeah. seat. Yeah. Where, and we have interaction with you guys where if you're in the big league, you're paying hundred and you're not, you're not seeing them uh, outside of the ring. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They, there's no if they have their little intermission, they're not going to be sitting at a table uh, for 15 minutes, signing autographs, taking pictures, 
it's it's just not going to happen. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. And it, it is unfortunate, and um, I that's why people need to go out and support their local professional mm-hmm. wrestling promotions. Exactly. We get, and that's honestly like. Yeah, we don't make a whole lot at times, but like it, it's not necessarily about that. It's like what what is really the pay the payment for the whole thing is just the experiences. Like you get, I had some kid that came over to me one time, and it just like tickled me because it was like me of all people. He just came over. He's like, "Dude, you're a legend." I was like, "Thank you." Like, <laughs> That's you have, awesome. You have, good, you have good taste, and I, I appreciate it. And I agree, but wow. And so um, That's awesome. Yeah, and like he came over like three, four, five times, and like got a picture, an autograph, and just like kept coming over. And every single time, it's like, oh man, you're lovely. I'm like, ah, thank you. You're not so bad, kid. But yeah, and just like just the reactions. I, I like to see. Yeah. I like we're putting smiles on faces, and like sometimes we're putting tears on faces. You know, they yes. whatever, whatever it is. But um, it's yeah, just it's just the interaction, and memories yeah. that are being. For the young kids and everything yeah and, and, and again you know i know the big leagues they don't do that and it, i don't know if necessarily it's the wrestler's fault or if the promotion is just like you know it's just going to be too chaotic we're not going to do it and that's probably what it is i don't know but uh i don't want to discredit any guys up in the you know AEW, wwe because it might not be their fault i you know, I, I don't want to say that but for you my friend I've got to know what do you have coming up? You have any bookings that you're going to be at? Let's let's hear it for a few minutes. Yeah, uh, to, uh, February is going to be pretty pretty busy. We're doing TV tapesing all throughout the month of February for um, uh, mid states, and so yeah. doing that, I'll be sneaking out to central states at Kansas City as well. And uh, over the next couple of months, it's kind of just mid states and. Uh, central states i think mm-hmm. i have those are my two that i'm trying to to make okay. bigger priorities at the moment yeah. um, and then once i get my work schedule figured out some more i'll try to be reaching out to other promotions and seeing what yeah. what will work and everything but so far um for the next several months it'll uh it'll be a bit of that and then i think i also will be with uh Fountain City Pro a couple times in the next somewhere in the next six months. All right. Yeah. All right. And people want to get in contact with you. Uh, I have your social media. Uh, we'll put it on the bottom of the description mm-hmm. if they want to reach Perfect. out to you. Perfect. And say hi and get some more information about the Rabbit Empire and your dates coming up. So I want to thank you, Dred, for coming on tonight. I, I know you're a busy man, and, and your time is precious. And uh, thank your manager for me for allowing you to come on. I will thank him. He had to clear a lot of – I had. I might have people dying right now, in fact, uh, in the ICU because I had to make time for this. But, you know, someone – we will we will resuscitate them if we need to. Um, but we want we want them to know that this was also yeah. important. <laughs> and, I appreciate and, uh, that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, Niles, Niles had to he had to pull some strings to get me on here, but this was a yeah. this is a fun time and it was worth it. Yeah. And I, I just thank you for having me on. Oh, the pleasure is all ours. And folks, if you see mid state, you see Dred's name on the marquee or on Facebook, 
or on those posters that they hang out around town or here on the go to those they're not expensive they put on a great card the wrestling's great hey the food's even great and it's not it doesn't cost you an arm and a leg to go to the concession stand and get something to eat and these wrestlers uh, like i said earlier they don't push their merchandise you come up and say hi to them they'll take a picture with you if you want to buy a photo they'll more than happy to sign it for you and take pictures and, and sell their shirts but they don't push it so one more time dread roberts thank you sir for coming on tonight appreciate it absolutely and folks if you're watching thank you if you're listening thank you and if you haven't subscribed please do so and we will talk to you soon hey this is total package lex Luger. you're listening to the voc nation don't miss out VOC Nation's own Stroh Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year. From the VOC Nation family, to all of you, please continue to pray for Stroh Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash palpistro. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's uh, 
He's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was a hell of a champion. You know? Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Here's Bill Actor, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Did didn't have anything to do with Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.